Can I do like ASMR? What the hell is that? When people like do like things in the microphone because it heightens your senses like. Sure. Listen. Ready? Yeah. Like shit like that? You know? <laughs> press, press one of the colored buttons. <laughs> I feel like I need an intro now. Press another one. Press the top orange one. I'm scared. <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh. Right, try the try the one below it. Oh my god, when you start talking, I'm pressing that. You're gonna uh, say some dumb shit. You can, like. yeah. There was one of them. I pro uh, the last one I programmed to say Cardi B shit. Yo, it's hilarious. One was like coronavirus. It's getting real. All right, everybody. So we're naming five things that are red flags in any type of relationships here. I'm going to kind of go off and me and Neefy Neefy going to go off. So the first biggest one, and this was a poll done by a lot of people, is that when you can't communicate is a huge red flag. Yes. Highly agree. So I think with communication and relationships – Communication is the biggest key because you obviously need to learn each other, but you also need to understand each other. And if you're not understanding each other's feelings or how you feel about certain things, then how can you guys ever grow? Because if Hanifa doesn't like certain things I do, and I'm really not communicating with her to actually ask her like, hey, you know, is this bothering you? Do you want me to do something different? Or just, you know, all around, you know, you need to just ask the person that you're with certain things that the communication is always a one. Mm-hmm. Is there anything you can comment about when it I, comes to communication? I think you also have to realize how people communicate differently. Of course. Oh, of course. How they might say something that, all right, like what's the thing with the girls? We go, no, it's fine. Oh right? God. The toxic communication. If, yes. So sometimes I, I'm not going to lie. I do it. I definitely for sure go, no, I'm fine. And honestly, most of the times when I've said that in relationships is because I wasn't feeling comfortable expressing my emotions without him maybe causing a fight. Like, it being an argument. Instead of me and him versus the problem, I was scared that was going to be me versus him. Yeah. And I felt that sometimes it wasn't worth the fight, and I'd be like, you know what? It's fine. But I feel like if your partner does that, even a man who's done it, you need to realize... And be like, no, it's not fine. Something's clearly bothering you, and yeah. I would like us to sit down and like talk about it. You don't have to talk about it right now. You might, because for me, like if I get pissed, I can't talk about it two seconds later. I have to sit and analyze a little no. bit. So I would feel like it, you need to be open to communicate. Like I know that you're angry. I know something's wrong. You might not want to talk about it right this moment, but just yeah. know that I'm here if you want to talk about it later. Of course. You got to realize that person's style of communication. So we all communicate a little differently culture the way you were raised just your at normal nature it's true like, yeah you gotta know that shit well some people me and i know this was a very toxic trait about me for a very long time is that when something's wrong i hit it right then and there face value but like you just said some and i, I don't mean to be sexist at all men are awful at communicating i will say that we are awful and some of them are amazing at it because they've had experience but you're not right off the bat amazing with communication being Having testosterone in our bodies, we're not always the greatest listeners. We're not always the best communicators. It's just the way we are. And I I have had relationships where girls have tried to communicate with me and I just kind of brushed it off. And then 
the only time it was handled is when it became a real issue, and I that's hate it when people brush it off. And again, it's it's a toxic trait that I tried getting rid of, and then also another toxic trait was when I did learn what to do, I started, like you said, when a female I know this when females get mad, they literally need to just cool off because in that five minutes to an hour they will say the most hurtful things that they do not mean and it's I've done it it's in their nature it happens I if you it can be anybody yes if you piss me off I will I'm gonna like I'm not gonna just curse you out and call you a bitch like I'm going to come for your entire life of course I will do and say whatever to make you cry and I will do it with no shame and I won't regret it but if you just give me an hour to let me be like okay Hanifa you could curse him out right now, or you yeah. could walk away and sit and think about why you're really mad, and then talk to him like a normal person later. Yeah. Most of the time, I'm always gonna pick to calm down. I only ever really black out like that if someone truly like you have to really be yeah, disrespectful yeah, yeah, yeah. for me to black out. You gotta, out you either. gotta deserve it. But you just give me some time. But I'll my, talk to you like a human being. <laughs> my my whole thing that I've always messed up with was that. As soon as something happened, I wanted to settle right then and there, and that was always the wrong way of doing it because, number one, even though I'm trying to handle it, I still am on a, at a high hiatus where, like, some things might come out wrong because I haven't thought yet. Yeah. And then and it's the same thing with you. And there's always a time and place, too. Yes. It's also, I do not like being... Like, we shouldn't argue about something on our car ride on our way to go have dinner yes. with your family. Like, I don't think that's the right time to discuss Dude, something that pisses us off. The <laughs> most awkwardest things is when you go to, like, a family event or, like, yeah. a work thing and you both just argued in the car for the last 30 exactly. minutes. Exactly. So if we both know we're p- uh, pissed about something, yeah. let's not talk about it right before we have to go to a public event together. Yeah. And, like, of course, if someone sees that we're upset, then the questions be asked or it's the awkward tension. You don't want to be that person. No. So, <laughs> yeah, can I fake it a little bit and act like we're happy for two hours to get through a dinner or an event? I will do. I will fake it till uh, I make it. Women can fake it in bed. And then I feel like... Event. <laughs> I'm sorry. Continue. Not, th- not that I have personal <laughs> experience I should hit or the anything. button now. You should. But go ahead. You probably do have personal experience with that, but it's okay. Um, More than likely. <laughs> No, but I feel like, too, like, when you start talking at the event and you laugh a little and stuff like that, it takes a lot of that pressure off. So when you guys do have that conversation later, yeah. it's not as, mu- there's not as much tension, right? Like, and you, you, I'm speaking from of, personal experience, too. Like, you, you, you kind of focus your head on something else. Yeah. And then chill out. at the end, like, your, your whole, like, you go through these stages where you're, like, you're extremely pissed and you're, like, kind of forgiving them and then you get up you get emotional and then you go through like, it's almost like stages of grief of a breakup sometimes, Mm -hmm. but you focus on something else for a little bit. Like I've always had the saying, and this is a very old saying is don't go to bed angry. I always like to settle things before bed. But like I said, if something can't be settled before bed, I would always push it like, Hey, let's try to work this out. And whoever I was dating at the time would say, listen, um, I want to talk to you tomorrow morning. My past relationship I just went through, it was the same thing. Like, I'll talk to you tomorrow when we're both calm. I'm like, and that was the hardest pill for me to swallow because I was like, no, I want to talk. And then she's like, listen, I will talk to you tomorrow. Everything be all right. And then literally, I so that's that's communication right there. Sleep it off. Sleep it off. But also like, it's just like calming yourself down. And me, I'm just so high sprung. I always like, yo, I don't want to lose you on this. She goes, listen, calm down. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Yeah. I'm not hanging up on you, but I am. Especially like... (laughs) 
I hated like getting into an argument with somebody and then having work or something like that. And you want to talk to me about yes. it? And I'm like, I'm about to go work a 12 hour shift. The last thing I want to do was walk in with all this on my mind right now. And think about it. We can talk about it later. I'm sorry, this is going to suck for you. You're home today. Yeah. So it's going to be on your mind. But I have to have some type of a clear head so I can go do my job. So no, I don't want to argue with this right now. Yeah. I need to go to bed. I have to wake up early and I have to go freaking make sure I don't make a medical mistake that could kill somebody for 12 hours. Of course. So I'm like, no, I kind of don't want to talk to you right now. I'll talk to you tomorrow night. <laughs> you are not liked right now. <laughs> and if I have the energy to talk to you after work, I will. But you just got to understand, like, but so I will say, I will communicate in the sense where I'm like, no, not right now. Cause I got other things that are bigger than me and you, but I'll talk to you when I like by this date, whatever. And then guys freak out cause like, Oh shit. What talk about what? And then you respond back. Good things, nothing bad, but we gotta talk. I'm like, fuck. Don't you hate when someone goes, I got a question? Yeah, uh, I got a question, and then they don't respond back for an hour, and you put all those question marks. You're like, yo, what's up? That's, I, yeah, I can. Oh my god, I was supposed to hop on a flight to, like, all right, I, was, I was supposed to go meet this guy. I was dating this guy, whatever. He was working out of a different um, state, and he had a few days off, so he was like, oh, like, come. I was like, all right, like, I'm free. <laughs> oh, dude. Books, my tickets, everything, all this shit. <coughs> the night before I'm supposed to get on the plane, he, like, drops a bombshell on me. And it wasn't grand scheme of things. Like, I wouldn't have even been mad. It's just, like, why tell me this? Like, this does not affect us right now. This was stuff, like, before our relationship. Yeah. Why are you telling me this? Because now I feel some type of way. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm supposed to get on a flight tomorrow to come see you, like, I want to go. You canceled that show. <laughs> so I contemplated canceling a lot. I was already packed. Like, I had just gotten my nails done, too, when I got this text. Oh, no. So I'm sitting there, and I'm like, oh, I just spent this money to be cute for this man. I was mad as shit. And then Freshly I, shaved everything. Bro. Right? I texted him back, and I was like, I have some questions. And he was like, whatever you want to know, let me know. I took a shower, and then I looked at my phone. I got out of the shower, and I just didn't reply. <laughs> 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 and then, because, so it's like, 11 p.m. I had to be up for my flight. I had to be up at like four to get dressed and like make it to the airport on time. Yeah. And I just was, looked at the text messages and I went, I'm going to bed. Damn reply. <laughs> I wake up at four. I have a bunch of missed calls, like texts from him. Like, like, are you still coming? Like, I think you should. I know, like, you, I dropped the bombshell, whatever. But like, I think you should still come. Like, let me make it up to you. And I'm like, make this man like beg. <laughs> like, make him add beg. a whole like. Mental state. I didn't say anything about it. I said, oh, I'm getting on the flight. It's fine. Showed up there. Saw him at the airport. I was like, hey. <laughs> What's going on? Like, stops to get food before we go, like, back to his place. And, like, I'm acting like nothing. I just acted like I was, like, I was tired, though. Mind you, I just woke up at 4 a.m. Of course. But, like, got food, and I was just kind of, like. God forbid anybody talks to you when you just wake up, like I did this morning. Yeah, he fucked up. <laughs> So I'm uh, sitting there at the, like, we're eating, we finish eating, and then we go back to his place, and he goes, I think it's time to talk about the elephant in the room. I go, mm-hmm. He goes, I thought you were going to ask me all these questions last night or call me. I didn't think you'd get on the plane this morning. I go, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I was such an <laughs> asshole. I knew how much it would stress him out if I said, I have a question, or I have some questions, and I didn't say anything. I was like, I just want to make you see what it felt like to have all that anxiety. Oh, God. So uh, we're going to have the number five. Number one was communication. And obviously we see who's good at communicating and who's not. Number two, number two, as far as red flags, 
this is my one favorite thing I always like to say, and I've kind of learned my lesson about it, but not posting pics about your significant other or somebody that you're seriously dating. I have experience in this. Um, obviously, people know me on social media. Because you're famous. I like, no, I like to rant and rave who I'm with. One being is because I like to know, I like to let people know I'm off the market. Me, I I don't want temptation. I don't want anything. I want people to know their place. So, like, when I post things with my boo, like, whoever I'm with that I really care about, and I'm not posting you unless I really care about you. And I, I want people to just to know just so they know what the fuck to say to me. And it sounds aggressive, but it's just I, I don't like it when people throw shit at me. And then I say, I'm like, well, I'm in a relationship. And then they feel some type of way. like Because if they don't see that I'm with anybody and then they say that, I kind of feel like a dick. Well, like, if I don't have any pictures up of you and then, like, I, but I think it's the world we live in now where you see this and not trying to throw shade towards you. But a lot of people never know your move. I mean, it's the typical, this is the typical iceberg that everybody sees here is like every chick is in Tulum, Mexico right now and they're, they're living their best life. They're out this fancy dinner and all you see is them taking a picture of the dinner that they have, but not the dude that's across from them. And like, literally like, it's just so funny because they'll crop out the other plate that's across the table just to get their meal in there. And you know, the meme that's like, I want to take one of those vacations where it looks like I'm by myself, but yeah, and, like, I don't think people realize that when you have all these pictures taken of yourself, people know that somebody is taking those pictures of you. It's not just, you know, the the guy that's at the resort. It's it's your dude. My thing is, I've been full-blown, like, almost two-year relationship. Everybody knew I was in a relationship, especially in college. Like, yeah. I went to a small college. Everybody knew what everybody was doing. Everybody was dating. Never hit him. Took him to everything with me. Did I ever post a picture of us? No. My story a few times? Yeah. <sighs> Honestly, it's because I want everybody to mind their fucking business. I don't post a lot it's, of my personal life, though. For me to even post, like, on my main page a, a picture of my family, yeah, rare, picture of my, like, nephew, stuff, like, maybe on my story, whatever, yeah. but, like, to post and keep up a picture of my private, private life. Yeah. It's like, most people don't know my job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, you might, if you scroll and you see one picture, it'd be like, oh, okay, she's a nurse. Yeah. You might scroll and see where I went to college. But I was like, I do not like a lot of my personal life on social media. It's it's fair. And I don't know how many times I've been out to dinner with my girlfriends, and I don't post my girlfriends, or my mom, or my sister. I've been on vacation with my family. No one knew I was on vacation with my family. Yeah. They saw one picture of me at the beach, and I tagged, like, the location, and that was on my way home. Yeah. <laughs> like... I So I'm a little bit of a hypocrite. This, every relationship I've been in, like, I was in a relationship for three years where I was going to be engaged and shit fell through, whatever happens. I kind of learned after that relationship that, like, I'll post people on my Insta story but not, like, on my main page because yeah. I got tired of, like, having people see me on dates or, like, what it just... What happened to so-and-so? Yeah, like, I don't like that shit. Oh, my God. And then, like, but here's here's the thing, though. Like, this is this is something in my past relationship that I had an issue with but I didn't. It got down to the point where I was like, listen, you don't post shit. That's cool. You know, the girl I was dating, she said, listen, like, the full, like, eight months, almost a year we've been together, I haven't posted anything on my social media. I'm like, all right, that's cool. That's fine. But, like, 
you don't even take your phone out when I when we go out to dinner, when we go on vacation together, when we're together. Like, there's like legitimately not one video or picture of us in your phone. See, to me, that's weird. Like that's but that's the red flag to me. Yeah, because I can go either way. I can see the whole mind your business thing. I get it because. What happened this time around, I had an ex-girlfriend that was hounding me, and what is that, What do ex-girlfriends do in some instances? They try to blow your spot up with old shit from your past and stuff, and it ended up catching up to me because nobody knew I was really with this girl. Nobody knew we were serious. I knew what we had, but at the same time, I tried to keep everything under wraps because I started realizing that people from my past would come up and try to ruin shit. They try to sabotage me, and again... People are really good detectives. That, and you know how many times, like, I've texted, like, a friend and be like, oh, did you and so-and-so break up? Like, and they'd be like, how'd you know? I'd be like, because every picture you ever posted or anything about him is now deleted. Yeah. Oh, uh, like, it's always, like, the biggest Or thing. I've had, I've known people, people older than me who've gotten engaged. Yeah. The engagement broke off and they deleted everything. Now everybody, like. Yeah. I'm not saying it's embarrassing, but I, I feel, I'm not, I won't say it's embarrassing for you. Yeah. But if that happened to myself, I would be embarrassed. I, I get that. I get that 100%. So, like like I said, I don't like it because I think it's a red flag. But then also, there's a certain extent. If you don't want people in our business, I have to respect that. Because, number one, if I love you and only you, there are going to be people jealous of us. And there's going to be people that are going to say shit, yeah. tell you things about me that aren't true. And, again... It's annoying. Again, you should be able to trust me enough to ask me or believe me. But at the same time, like, I, yeah. you well, don't know. So, and then when I, like, when I am with the guy, I post him on my close friends. Yeah. Like, my close, close people will know who I'm dating. They'll see his face. They'll see that that's who I'm with. Yeah. But that's my close friends. Yeah. And then there's, you can go through my phone. There'll be 20 million pictures of us, whatever. But as for posting it on my story, I said, I'm not posting no man until I got a ring on my finger. And I believe in that. My sister literally was... Like, she didn't post that she was getting married until, like, two weeks before her wedding. Yeah. I and mean, I respected listen, it. Like, yeah, yeah, I thought yeah. that was great. I was yeah. like, no one was in her business. No one trying to say shit. No one <laughs> yeah. trying to start shit. No one knew except for the people who really mattered. And I thought it was genius. Then she popped up and was like, I'm married, bitches. Like, and then posted her wedding. And everyone's like, yeah. whoa. And they were like, oh, I didn't know. She was like, well, we're not that close for you to know my business. And I, I totally happy. feel that. <laughs> I totally feel that shit. I maybe again, we're in a relationship for like four years. I might post you, but I, should have I just think it's years. weird. Like when we're sharing moments together, and like you don't, like you know what I'm saying. Like, she didn't put, take even a like you're on vacation. You don't have she a don't picture take a picture. Together. She don't take a picture or even our dinner. Her phone was never out. Near like not me. even a selfie together. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's not me. Like if I'm out, we could be out. Like if I'm doing anything significant with my significant other, yeah. I mean, we could be laying on the couch. I'll probably get like an embarrassing picture of you yeah. doing some, nothing just because but again, I it's like, like those I memories. Never, it's like I never existed. But that's weird. And then me. I thought it was strange that like I had my background of her because she said, you should change your background to me. I said, of course I will. I said, I love like looking at you every time on my phone, like cute shit, you would say. And then I was like, why don't you do that for me? She goes, well, I, I'm on my own background too. I'm like, so what, what the fuck's the deal here? Like, I'm not <laughs> on your weird. background. I'm like, I can see if it was a picture of me and you as your background, that's cool. But like, you want me to put you as a background, then you're as your so own background. So basically she wanted you to claim her, but she's not claiming you. Again. And the thing oh, is, man. like, 
I was, and I didn't even want to get serious unless she was serious. And she's like, well, you haven't asked me to be your girlfriend. You haven't this. I'm like, oh, like, I said, we need to have mutual things here. I said, I don't mind. I take pictures. I do videos. And, like, I do that because I like the memories with each other. I said, especially, like, being as beautiful as you are, of course I want to take pictures. Of course I want to show people. Like, you got to think about it. You got to think about it this way. Like, you got friends. You got family. Yeah, they seen pictures of me because you probably showed my Instagram. But, like, you don't ever have, like, new friends or anybody. And, like, yeah, this is me and my man. Like, you know, I just kind of think of it that way. Like, like, is there anything of us together? Him. Yeah, so, yeah. like... Well, if I'm, in my, if I'm with my dude and we're doing something, I'll take pictures of just him. Yeah. Like, I'm clearly there. Like, it's... You yeah. know, you might see, like, my foot or something like that, but I'm, like... Yeah. This is my guy, or we have, like, a selfie together or something. Yeah. There's evidence. It's just, I don't want the evidence online. I don't want even basic stuff about my personal life online, so yeah. I'm definitely not going to put him online. I've learned my lesson a few times with uh, pictures. Yeah. One being... <laughs> I was dating a girl for like six months, right? This girl's over my house like two, three times a week. She's sleeping over. We we were just like keeping it cordial. Everything was cool. And then she's like, babe, like I really want to be with you. I'm like, all right, cool. We ended up getting into a fight like six months later. And I don't talk to her for two weeks. And uh, I think I was like really upset. And I was about to post a picture of us. And I was going to tag her. And... When I was about to tag her on Facebook, right, her profile picture was changed, and it was her married. And I was like, oh, the, what the fuck? Is this the right person? She full-on got married. And <laughs> That's I, why she got into the fight with you. <laughs> so I'm married. thinking I'm fucking wrong this whole time, and I'm thinking, like, because she gave me the whole bullshit, like, you're not going to be serious to me. You don't ever see yourself marrying me, doing this, doing that. And I'm, like, thinking, I'm, like, where the hell is this coming from? Like, it's... It's because she was trying to pick a fight so that you hated her so she could go get married. So this, like, literally, I see, like, all these posts. I see, like, 150 wedding pictures, family members, and then, like, all this... Mind you, I'm seeing, like, two, three times a week. I'm smashing her two, three times a week right now. When she came over, it was... She was a nurse. (laughs) She was was coming over after her shift... She had all crazy shifts where she'd come by at 2, 3 in the morning or she'd come by at 8 o'clock at night when she we was getting done. We worked 7 to 7, 11 to 11. I know that now. <laughs> 3 to 11. <laughs> and literally, like, watching her write a whole paragraph saying, I can't believe we met eight years ago and our love has taken us this far. I'm like, yo, this is like some notebook shit right here. And you were literally had me as your side dude for like six months. Yo. I said... We went on vacation with each other for like a week. <laughs> she's yeah, she's the ultimate scammer. Yo. You're fiance. And I'll tell you right it? now, like there's a part of me that was like, should I blow this spot up? I'm like, nah, bro, this wedding nah. looked like it was like eighty grand. Karma, bro. Karma like a karma motherfucker. Will, karma will get her. And you I'll tell you right God now do its do his job and you we just Yo, the ring on her finger I wonder why was fucking huge. You ever wonder why people like I wonder. Like I don't what? know. I've I've been accused of cheating so many times, and I wish I've cheated because it. <laughs> at that point, shit. at that point, I'm just like, yo, I really wish I did cheat because that's like I'm getting I accused, when I get of, accused of lying. I'm like, I might as well have fucking took your shit. Then. Exactly, like, dude. It's gonna get yelled you ain't at, bro. Fucking regardless. believe me, bro. Like, fuck you. It's gonna get yelled at anyway. Should have done it. But that's I felt funny. really sorry for that asshole that he married this girl that was literally buying me shit. That's what I'm saying. Karma's she was gonna buying me shit her. on his credit card. She was. She had money. I mean, he had money, but, like, 
she was literally buying me shit with his money, and I'm just like, I guess, I guess I benefited oh, out of this. Geez. I had no commitment. I got she's shit the out of it. Scammer. Yeah. She said it doesn't count because I'm not married yet. <laughs> That's her reason. Bro, that was her rationale. Pretty much. And then the fact is, if you get married, why not fucking block me so I don't see all this shit? You wanted me to see this shit, so I'd back off. She didn't care. Yeah, imagine I'm a home wrecker and I'm like, yo, I'm literally showing all these pictures you sent to me to your husband, all the dates, but I'm like, you know what? Torture that asshole for the next 10 years before you cheat on him multiple times again, which you probably already are. That's crazy. I know. <laughs> but we're going to go on to number three because I'm kind of laughing at my sorry self life right now. What was the next one? Yeah. All right, so number three, everybody, is controlling when you're too controlling and the controlling stuff i will let you take over first oh my god i've been in like the most controlling relationship that shit was scary (laughs) he wasn't like abusive or anything like that but when it was like everything had to be his way i was like whoa this is mind you i'm like i'm not hard-headed but i can compromise but i'm like i don't know why i was so like complicit with just his demands or maybe it's the way he said it it didn't seem like demands it was like oh like babe you should x y and z or this or like it's the heater thingy no i could have swore i'm hearing someone fuck oh somebody (laughs) i hear oh i thought somebody was talking outside the door stop i live here (laughs) not you um Anyways, so the controlling guy, he, he was like, it, like he didn't. It wasn't like you need to do this. It was like, oh, I like it when blah blah blah. But it became more and more like, no, yes, like type of like you can can't like almost type of thing. And then one day I said, my mama don't even tell me I can't do this. Yeah, like right. that shit was weird, and it's so easy to be so like controlled sometimes in that sense i think especially when everything's like new and fresh you're just like oh so giddy and shit i'm not even like i caught on real quick though i was like oh no yeah oh no it was that whole oh i like you because you're so you're so independent you're so like i guess i'm aggressive sometimes whatever sometimes that's intimidating though man when you're so independent i will say that but it was like weird how much like he i guess wanted to be like all right, so there's that uh, storage thing over there, right? And when I first moved here, I was like, oh, like, I need to go to some place or, like, just find, like, a cute little, like, storage cabinet because it doesn't really have too much closet space in this apartment. He's like, okay. So he had, like, a, a long lunch break, and we went to Home Depot. We found it. He was helping me because, like, I live on the third floor, and it's a walk up. So he carried everything up, and he was like, I have to go to work, but I'll come back tomorrow and build it. And I was like, okay, that's fine. Yeah. Tomorrow came. came he was like, I can't. And I was like, okay, well, when's it, like, we'll do one on the weekend. Never, like, always an excuse. So one day I just did it myself. Shit together. I put together every fucking thing in this apartment myself. Especially I if it's from Ikea. Oh, I don't even do Ikea, no. So I did it together, and he's like, oh, you couldn't wait, da-da-da. I said, wait for you for what? He's like, oh, you just never, mm. I'm like, no, dude. Like, I'm, like, everything was flipped back to me. I said, you're mad at me because I didn't wait for you to... I get it. You're doing me a favor, but you're mad at me because you told me three different times that you would come and do this for me because you wanted to be a man for me because I'm a woman and I shouldn't be doing this stuff on my own. He's so old school. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. He was so very old school I've and heard, traditional. I've heard this before. Yeah. So he got mad at me and swore that I had some dude like come build the shit in my house. And I How said, you know you what? dare you let him build this shit? <laughs> yeah, I was like, you know what? I should have. I should have called my friend. Yeah. I should have called my friend's son. 
God, God like, forbid to come do this shit for God me. He would have forbid I show up to it, and then some fucking dudes at the door are saying, "You better not be building that cabinet for." Yeah, he's like, "Big as fuck." Oh my god! And he's I'm like just six, like, "Hey, he's like six eight. I'm just the handyman here. I'm sorry." He's like, "What are your hands on?" Just the cabinet, sir. He's like, "How dare you?" <laughs> no, he was crazy. Like he was just like everything. It was. If it wasn't his way, it was like whatever. Damn, I dude. I was so over ash it. I was like, you know what? Back the fuck up. You're not paying no. I mean, no, he gave me money. I'm not gonna lie. But you. <laughs> yeah, you ain't giving me enough money. You're not doing enough shit. for me to. Li- you really ain't buying me a car. You ain't doing this. You ain't. But that was his thing. He was like, well, if you wanted that, you know I would. If you wanted a house, all you have to do is marry me. And I'm like, Chill. you shouldn't want to help me. I'm not saying he has to buy me a house or a car at all. But as my boyfriend, you shouldn't want to help me. Yeah. Because, like, and use, like, marriage or something. It's like, oh, I wouldn't do that for you unless you, like, gave me a kid. I'm like, what? Yeah, I think that's always. I <laughs> and what about if I don't want to have a kid? Yeah, like. Or even anytime soon. I think it's like, funny when men are like, I gave you a baby. They're all <laughs> <laughs> like, I gave you a baby. It's our baby. First of all, I'm like, and she did all the work. Yeah, like. like okay, oh, you thrusted you, four times. You literally laid into me and gave me that baby. Congratulations. You're a man. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I didn't know you grew a baby with your body for 40 weeks and then birthed it already, and then wakes up. We're already on our fourth segment. True. All right, so we got to go on a break. We're going to be right back with number four. Oh, God. Let's not listen to that. Oh, goodness. All right, so, so it's, oh, it's already it. on. It's already <laughs> I on. didn't feel. Yeah, it wasn't depending on you. So the <laughs> last one before we actually took a break was controlling. Um, just a comment on the controlling part. I have realized through my years of learning in relationships that there are some things you cannot control with a female. It's just the way it is. And I will tell you this from personal experience. If you tell a female that they can't do something, they will leave you and do it themselves. Why? Because it's that's the way some of them are. And if you tell them they can't do anything, it's it's going to be there the whole time. So even when you tell them, don't do this, this will happen, sometimes you have to let people fall on their face and let them realize certain things. But then there's other controlling aspects where you're like, you can't do this, you can't do that. I've realized another thing is that if you're not going to let someone experience their life, like literally, if we're in a relationship, obviously, like we have the mutual understanding, like, yeah, I don't want you doing disrespectful things during our relationship, but have fun, but just keep it respectful. You know what I mean? I had a guy, regular, I had a guy tell me, oh, I should have told you you couldn't go on that trip. And I went, should have told me I couldn't go on the trip. And I started laughing. He's like, what? Is that when you wanted? I said, you, t- you can't tell me shit. Yeah. <laughs> I said, we could be married. I'm like, me going and talking to you and being like, hey, um, me and my sisters and my cousins are going to go do X, Y, and Z. I'm like, I'm running it by you out of respect. Even if, we, I'm like, I'm talking if I'm married. I'm running it by you out of respect yes. because our lives are joint. Especially if we have kids, then it would require a lot more planning. Will I still do it if I really want to? Yes. And it's not going to hurt us in any type of way? I'm going to do it. You're not, I'm not getting permission. It's it's <laughs> not the same. It's so, dude was like, I should have told you you couldn't go. Me, independent, single, by myself. I said, tell me what? Tell said, me what, motherfucker. Said, huh? Like, or he'd be like, oh, I like when you have, like, you don't have the acrylic nails on. I was like, 
<laughs> well, I'm going to get whatever I want here's, done. <laughs> here's, here's another thing that we have to take in consideration is that, like you just said, running like a play-by-play of what you're doing to that person, people take that for granted so much. Now, me, I'm a very organized person. I like to know what's going on. There is nothing more frustrating. And, again, with this past relationship, I literally just – it. I never told her what she could and couldn't do. I just said, like, yo, keep me in the loop. Yeah. One being, one, one being like, she never knew this even happened, and it kind of freaked me the fuck out. But she went to the Bailey's Beach, not Bailey's Beach Bar, in Atlantic City. It's uh, the bungalow, right? Mm-hmm. I literally, I didn't talk to her on this one day, and I, I had a model that was a good friend of mine. She goes, hey, I'm going to AC. Would you want to go with me and we could literally like go to the beach and then just take some shots? I said, you know what? I'm not doing anything. Fuck yeah. Because she, like we weren't on bad terms or anything. Like the girl I was dating just didn't text me right away. I said good morning to her and everything. She didn't tell me what she was doing. Okay. I didn't tell her what I was doing because she didn't ask. Um, But it was so strange. I'm shooting with this model and who is right next to me but her sister. And I like. I don't even know why I got scared, but I was just like, what the fuck? And, like, I'm looking across, and her sister with her friends are there. And they're, like, staring. But she ain't there. So when I talked to her, like, a couple days later, she goes, oh, yeah, we went to the beach bungalow. I'm like, really? She wasn't there, but she said she was there. So I'm, like, thinking in my head, I'm like, does she even know I was there the same exact day? She had no idea. But I never saw her. I saw her sister and her friends, but not her. So I'm like, so you were off with another dude. And I didn't say that because literally that's a very toxic trait is accusing you of doing something because every female will say, well, you're only accusing me because you're cheating. Listen, you didn't feel the need to tell me, and that's cool and all. But, like, you see where we're in a relationship, and, like, if you're going to go to AC, like, yeah. You don't and even you don't even tell me. It's just I feel like it's not even like it's just like a typical part of like my conversation when yeah. I'm dating someone is like, "Oh, what are you doing today?" And if I don't talk to you to the end of the day, it's kind of like, "What did you do today?" And yeah. it could be something as simple as I'd be like, "Oh, I like went to the grocery store and then I kind of just sat on my ass today. I'm just tired." The the sad part about it was <laughs> is that I literally <laughs> the DJ that was there knows me so like i'm being very toxic when i go there again i say yo did you see this girl here oh my god and he goes she looks mad familiar bro i was like did they have a vip section he goes let me ask the hostess and like she goes no but that girl looks really familiar and i'm like all right so she was here with her girlfriends or with another dude and like i didn't even i literally like to this day so crazy for that (laughs) To this day, I didn't even bring it up to her because I had no evidence and, like, I just wasn't trying to be insecure, but, like... No. And sometimes I, it's really not cheating. Like, I don't know. I mean, I've been accused of cheating when I, like... Yeah. Really was just... Like, I fell off the face <sighs> of the, the earth for two days, but yeah. I honestly wasn't having, like, a good mental health moment, and I failed to communicate to be like, hey, I just need time. Yeah. And it was instantly like, you ignored me for two days, and I was like, whoa. I, I just was depressed <laughs> in my room for two days eating ice cream. Yeah. Like, I, I just think it was crazy the week before I was at that bungalow and I told her about it. Like, 
I was there shooting a couple clients and I was also drinking with friends, but like the whole time, like I was taking a break, I was texting her or like, I was just telling her what I was doing. Yeah. And don't you think like you would tell me a week later that you're going to be at the same exact spot where I was, Just something. you don't mention anything. Yeah. And then you say you can't hang out. You're hanging out with your friends. Like, listen, you can hang out with your friends. I don't give a fuck. But like, tell me what you're doing. Like, oh, we're going out to a club tonight. That's cool. Oh, we're going to DC. That's cool. Like, I don't care. But like, if I don't know anything, like, what are you really telling me? What are you leaving out? Yeah. And the thing was, she was so beautiful to me. I was crazy about her. I'm not even going to fucking lie. You know. I mean, you. I know. You. So in case people don't know, I did. We did break up, me and this girl, and Hanifa was there, like, every fucking day hearing me about this and, like, trying to get me through it. so bad. Yeah. But it... It's, like, still in love with her. Anyway. What? It's a, it's a very upsetting situation. It happens in life, but, um... <sighs> I'm not trying to get emotional. I know. <laughs> but, but again, again we, we move past things and we grow, but another thing about this girl is that, like... And I brought this up before. Um, she was obviously like this beautiful dark skinned girl that I've never dated like a dark skinned girl that was just just capped like captured my eyes and just I honestly like was falling in love with from the day I met her. And she would always tell me things like uh, we were gonna actually do a podcast that was called Growing Up Dark Skin and I was like, Oh, like what does that mean? And she goes, Well, obviously you don't know what it's like growing up dark skin. I said, No, but I really like to know and she would go into detail about, like, you know, how the light-skinned girls would get cho- chosen over her. And, you know, just being a dark-skinned child and, like, me, like, obviously I was in love with this girl. And she would always say this thing to me that always made me, like, it wouldn't make me upset. It would just make me aware of how her feelings were. I was just, I was just always happy to, like, I was like, I don't, I'll have kids with you. Like, if you love me, like, I'll have kids with you. Like, I was that person. She goes, are you really prepared to raise a dark-skinned child? I said, yeah, I said, it's, I said, I'm not, she goes, do you know what they go through? Do you know this? I said, no, I don't. But I said, it's, it's tough being a parent. I said, I, I don't mind doing that type of stuff. I said, if I have a dark skin child, there's, that's fine. There's actually a movie. Um, I think it was on Netflix. Carrie Washington was a star in it. So she's obviously a black woman. Yeah. She married a white guy and they had a kid. Kids, obviously a mixed race baby. Yeah. And, but they named him Jamal, right? After yeah. her dad or whoever in the show. I mean, the movie. And basically, he doesn't return home that night or something. Mom's worried. She goes to the police station. Police are like, chill out. Yeah. He's a kid. He's 17. She's like, no, I know my kid. This isn't my kid. Yeah. And basically, it's everyone thinking they know somebody's kid better than a mom. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. At, at work, for me personally, when the mom says, no, my kid X, Y, and Z, she'll be fine. I go, okay, you raised your kid. Yeah, I don't course, know your kid at all. Of course. So I feel like if a mom, a concerned mom, is coming to the police station at 2 a.m. in the morning telling a cop, hey, something's wrong, and they're like, he's only been missing for four hours? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah. If you're saying your kid's a straight-A student that never missed a curfew since he's been allowed to go out for the last seven years, yeah, you need to listen to that kid. So basically it was showing the cop wouldn't listen to her. The husband was siding with the cop. Yeah. They both made her seem like she was crazy and irrational. Yeah. And she was basically trying to explain to her husband, like, your kid isn't a little white boy named, like, Brandon. <laughs> yeah, a little white boy she named Brandon. She was like, your kid is, at the end of the day, when they look at him, they see a black man yeah. named Jamal. And he's like, well, if you just let us, let us name him Robert like we were supposed to. And she's like, what's wrong with Jamal? Like, you know, it was supposed to be like the, the subtles of you, you having a child of different races, you. Yeah. And the fact that the kid, like, 
I'm not going to spoil the ending just in case anybody ever like watches it. Of course. In the middle. But basically, it was just to show what it was like to as like a basically a white person raising a child of color. Yeah. Or if I had a kid that was like, if I adopted a kid and my kid was from Ecuador. Yeah. I don't know what it's like to be Ecuadorian. I'm not from Ecuador. So it's yeah. like raising a kid a different race as you. How would that affect them? How would that change your judgment on things? It's things you might say that you don't know are really biased. Yeah. You might not even realize. Of we course, all have our biases. Of course, of course. So if I said something, if I adopted a Chinese kid yeah and i said i would like if i have by i don't know i try to be very aware of it but i don't think i have anything i say against bias about chinese people but if i did say something and i didn't realize how it would affect my yeah, daughter of course, of course. yeah so i think that was that will show and that's what she meant and i mean i when i date like a guy outside of my race i'm like like the the controlling guy i'm like you really want to have a kid me like like think about it yeah i have a black I, kid <laughs> i but here's here's the thing i I didn't at the time understand what she meant, but then as I got to know her more and we actually, I, I'm so open to everything that like, just teach me and I'll learn, yeah. but like, I can't be accepting of anything and I can't, I, I, I'm my own person. Like I'll learn things on my own, but like when it comes to culture and it comes to a culture that's not mine, open up to me about it For and sure. I will never shut you down. I'll only respect it and learn. But if you're going to date someone outside of your race and are ethnic group whatever you yeah. have to be open because of course what, like why would i date you if you're not going to be open and my thing is if i marry someone who isn't black yeah and we have kids you gotta learn that like, my kid you're not gonna take my kid to the same barber like sometimes right like that might not be yeah. a thing if i have a black son he's not going to supercuts. yeah <laughs> if i have a black daughter you're not gonna just throw her hair mm. in a ponytail the way you would do for your like white niece like yeah. You will have to learn how to do her hair differently. You yeah. have to teach her to just do certain things differently. And it's yeah. just a real thing. Like, I go get my eyebrows done or something. Like, there's just certain things just because my skin's black, our skin is more likely to have, like, we more likely to have scarring and keloids. Yeah. We can't do certain things as much because of what would cause, right? Yeah. So it's like, even in healthcare, a doctor would be more likely to do a certain type of stitch or a suture differently because you're black versus because you're white because yeah. of how your skin is actually like how it is of course so it, it literally dwindles down to every little detail yeah and like here's here's but another he would, thing he would have to care enough to learn those details there was a video of us when we were down the shore and like obviously you see i, I go everywhere and we i podcast i do whatever and um it, it was like such a little thing like as a joke but like i i appreciate it because like I was literally like, we were leaving the beach and we were out all day and, um, she literally touches my arm and I was like, babe, I have sunburn. And we just both started laughing and she goes, Oh my God, babe, I'm so sorry. Like, and we're like, we're on camera doing this. And she's like, Oh, sorry. I'm still learning the sunburn thing. And we start laughing and we start laughing at each other. And I was like, listen, interracial dating is all about learning. Everybody never stop learning. And like, I, I like literally like, I didn't choke up about that, but I was like, listen, like. You don't have to learn. Like we're in this, we're in this mutual relationship together, and the fact that like you're still learning about me is like it's an awesome thing to think about. Like yeah. we're we're two different people from two different worlds, but yet we're colliding together to teach each other certain stuff. And again, like me, I know whatever I do in my life, I'm gonna have a mixed child. 
It's just the way it is. I know it's going to happen. I can say that For confidently. Sure. I'll put it. I'll put it on record. I've never heard this man ever show like <sighs> seen, heard whatever about a white girl. Yeah, that's. It's sad. They don't ever. <laughs> they don't even look at me anymore. It's just like they know. But again, coming back. Not to, even just black girls. <laughs> anybody who's not white. <laughs> it's just I. I know what I like. I don't know. Mm. But back to what we're saying. It, it is all about learning in interracial relationships and. The fact of learning between the whole, I never, because I've always, I, I've said this the other day, I was like, beauty is beauty. I don't care who you are. Beauty is beauty. There's no color to beauty. There's no nothing. It, it's whatever you determine to be beauty. Now, that can be altered depending on who you are as a person, but me being open to everything, like, there is just me. I obviously love skin tones on black women, on Spanish women. Like, I like just outside of my race has always been something that I liked and you know I never knew the whole controversy on light skin girls and dark skin girls I never heard it until oh my God, it's probably like the <clears throat> most annoying thing colorism is the most annoying thing <laughs> but it, but again it, it's just so funny because I've I've dated you know girls that were like I guess we say in the middle like milk chocolate you know and then the light skin girls like and then I've also dated the dark skin girl that fucking destroyed my heart but anyway I've for sure been told you're pretty for a brown girl and, and i'm that's... like like or a chocolate girl or like a darker girl yeah. and i'm like huh like it's <sighs> i feel like that's like a early 2000 thing the most like... backhanded compliment i've ever received in my life is you're yeah. pretty for a xyz and i'm just like why even give me the compliment just yeah. shut up <laughs> there's a girl at the courthouse that i was really good friends with and um she used to have Guys would come in and say things to her all the time. And, like, she had a very natural glow to her. She was mostly, like, she was 50, uh, Puerto, 50% Puerto Rican and then black. I think her, I think she, her friends, I'm sorry, her family is from Liberia. I don't know. She had a very beautiful skin tone. And, like, people would always say to her, like, yo, like, you got a beautiful skin tone. What you mix with? You mix with, like, some Spanish or something? She goes, no, I'm black. And, like, she just, like, why do I have to be mixed with something to be beautiful? And I was, like, I thought about it. I was, like. The exotic I, I, beauty is so fetish. Fetish. Uh, I can't speak. It's such a fetish yeah. for that exotic look. And I'm, like, uh, no. Like, do you want some girl with dark, mildly curly hair with yeah. light blue eyes and to be tan, but not too tan, yeah. with like a golden undertone, yeah. but to have curves as if she was from like North Africa and the height, but to be the color of like a Brazilian chick. Yeah. And I'm like, let's make it make sense, right? It's not, it isn't what it is, like, it's just not what it is. Yeah. And I was like, no, but then you, I'm like, it's just too much. With all this like yeah. exotic looking X, Y, and Z. And all the bullshit, especially with the, like social media and the plastic surgeries, or it's like the white girls who almost look like exotic light skinned girls because they get these dark tans and then they have bright eyes and yeah. then they get these long weaves in their hair with the, the like it's just it's too much and I'm just like ugh. I will admit that um, I think my last relationship that we've been talking about I fucked up because I didn't realize that I compliment way too much and oh, we talked about that there and again like it's I remember I remember even we we're watching like I think like marriage at first sight or some shit mm -hmm. and the girl in there is like listen like I like you but 
you literally tell me I'm beautiful every fucking five seconds. Like, I know you've told me, stop saying. And I'm like, wow, what the fuck? And like, she even like hinted to me. She goes, yeah, well, like, babe, like, you know, it's it's nice to hear that, but like not all the time. It just doesn't sound sincere when you say it 10 times. I've been times. on a date and this guy the entire time, and mind you, I talked to him for like two weeks before we went out. Yeah. The entire time just kept complimenting me. Yeah. And... And primarily it was compliments on like my look and not anything regarding my intel like any characteristics about myself yeah. most of it was about my outfit my height my skin my curve like everything and by the end of the date i was like don't even fucking look at me dude like if i hear one more compliment i might yeah. punch you in the throat i like me I, I was like that annoying dude where i was like i'm like babe how did i end up with you and she'd be like what i'm like you're just so beautiful and like I would say I would I would say that shit so much, and I was just like thinking. I would say it mentally in my head. I'm like, "Yo, stop saying this shit." I'm like, "You said this already," <laughs> but like, I me me <laughs> me personally, growing up, like my grandmother and my aunts always like you always tell a female is beautiful. You never put her down. You never tell her this. If she's having a bad day, you ask her this. Like, I, I was raised by women, and they told me they would tell me things like that, and me. I always thought, like, you know... You had to do it every second, like... Not every not second. Not every second, but, like... But I, when I feel that shit, I just say it. Say I don't it, like holding no. things in. Like, I'd be like, oh, you know my God. When a man compliments me when I'm clearly looking like a bum. Like, if yeah. I just wake up and I have the baggiest sweatpants on and a stain on my shirt, and I'm sitting yeah. here and I'm not in a good mood, and you're like, you look beautiful, I'm like, shut the fuck up. Like, you know I look rough right now. Then it doesn't feel sincere either, because I'm like, All I right. know that you know that I know I'm, I look rough. Yeah. I'm not trying to be cute right now. I just woke up and I don't feel well. And you're telling me I'm the most beautiful person like you've ever seen. I'm like, yeah, you just lie to me again. Lie, <laughs> lie, lie to me again. So I can as relate. you scroll through Instagram and see <laughs> some influencer. I, I I can relate only because uh, so this is another mistake I made in interracial dating that I uh, I also was so and again this is all about learning everybody. Um, so I like natural hair with black women. I do. So And I recently just went through this whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> so when I was dating this girl, um, her like natural curls and like the way she had it up just looked like I hate to say this, traditional. And she just had such a beautiful glow. Like I I think I literally said to her, I'm like, I I love you. Like just <laughs> just because she had she had no makeup on, she looked amazing. But I would always tell her, I'm like, babe, I love your natural hair. And the one time, and this is why I had to give her credit because she opened up to me. She was like, listen, like, I love that you love my natural hair. But she goes, when I spend, like, three, four hours on my, my weave, my wig, like, anything getting new hair and you don't even say shit to me, she goes, it's like such a slap in the face to me. And I'm like, damn, dude. And she was really good at making her own wigs and shit. And, like, she, she everything with hair, she could do, like, A1, like, I, it's a lot of time. You're gonna get effort. mad. You're, you're gonna get mad at this. I was actually looking at getting her a shop because she wanted to pursue doing hair and shit. I know that. Thank God that we broke <laughs> up. And during all this, I was like, you know, you can like, you really are fucking good as shit at this. I'm like, you should do this and make money instead of doing like the basic stuff that you have to do right now for income. I said, I I believe in you, but like. I never knew the whole, like, she's like, listen, I spend so much time, like, you, do you know how much black women spend on there? I said, I don't. I said, but, like, I know you look great either way. I said, I just, I, I just want you to know that you don't have to do anything else because you're just naturally beauty. And she didn't want to hear that shit. No. 
Yeah. Not at all. Because she's yeah. not doing it for you. I know. That's why she's pissed. Because I, I literally just and went I through was... the same exact thing like two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I called him and I was like, why are you guys like this? Like, <laughs> I know. Because you called me right after to tell me about it. I got... It. So obviously my hair is short. It's natural. The color's not natural. I bleach it on my own, but it's short. And I've been wearing it like this for like two years now. But once in a while, I still put on a wig because certain outfits do look better with long hair. Of course. Certain times, I just don't want to. I want to switch up my look. That's the benefits, especially big benefit of being black. Not only just being a woman, because women can switch up their hair very easily. White girls, black girls, whoever. You can go to the salon, and get some extensions, get a bob, whatever. Yeah. But a black woman, we could switch up her hair in literally five minutes. I can I could pause and go switch up my hair in two seconds. Of course. But so I wear wigs once in a while, depending on the outfit or the occasion, I want to switch my look. So I went and got my hair done like the week before my birthday. And um, I put on this wig and I'm like, oh, my God, I haven't seen myself with like hair like this in years. I look like I'm 18 again. It was I thought I looked nice. I FaceTime my mom and she's like, oh, you know, you look cute. And I sent a picture to him because he's never seen me with hair. And he was like, oh, that looks good. I sent a picture to my dude, and he's just like, hair question mark? I'm like, yeah, and like, no response. And I was like, "Yeah." oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. I even told you that I just learned this the hard way. And yeah. I was like, damn, he fucked up. I was up. pissed. Yeah. Like, I wish I was friends with him, like, on that level. Be like, yo, you fucked up. Like, you need to call her. Hit her up right now. I was pissed, and he's like, sorry if I like your natural hair better than, like, the other stuff. And I said, but it's not about that. Like, what, do I look ugly because I want to, I said, but thing is, it wasn't like a crazy, like, long 30-inch wig. It was to here. Yeah. And it was straight. I said, what's that difference of if I grew my hair back out and I just straightened it out? I said, I have pictures of my real hair. That same length straightened that looked exactly like that wig. Yeah. And I said, so if you met me three years ago, that's how I look. So what am I less attractive because I have long hair? Or was it yeah. because it's straight? And obviously, we don't have naturally straight hair. I'm like, what was so unattractive that you couldn't even be like, it looks good on you? Yeah. I was like, because I know I didn't look bad. But I just, I'm not seeking compliments, but you anybody would agree. You send your significant other a picture of something or you dressed up or something, and they don't say anything back, you're going to be course. like damn (laughs) okay this shit hurt i was hurt i was so angry i was like wow okay um you don't you don't realize it until you're actually put in that position again like that's why i said like i'll learn as long as you tell me but like if you don't tell me i can't understand it and i just understood i was like you know what let me put it in perspective for her like I guess when I, I guess when I'm trying to look my best, when I get a fresh cut, when I'm, you know, freshly shaved, nicely grown out, and she would compliment me and say, wow, you look really good. Like, that shit's all I want from the person I'm with. Imagine if you walked in here today and I looked at your hair and said, damn, was he brushing or some shit? You'd be like, yeah, feel some type of way. Like, I will say this. When I walked in today, she said, wow, your hair looks amazing. I said, thank you. I did compliment she's, her. She's I understand how men feel with the fresh cut now. Yeah. Like, when I get my hair cut, you can't tell me shit. You can't tell me shit, period. Yeah. But when I get a haircut, of course. definitely can't that tell shit's, me shit. And that shit's fresh. And I bleach it, it's over. <laughs> and another thing that, like, I always... And this is this is something that guys need to know, is that my, my whole thing, like, you're having a bad day, or, like, you're working all week and shit like that, like, it... You should never 
pat yourself on the back. Like, I'm not doing it now, but I'm saying is that, you know, the little shit, like, telling your girl, like, sending her money to get her nails done or, like, you know she's been trying to get her nails done or a spa or some shit like that. Like, that's required in a relationship. Like, it think about it that way. It can go a long way for you to drop me off a coffee at work. Because I don't, I, I can't get 15 minutes it's to run across shit. the street to Starbucks. Of course. You're dropping me off a cup of coffee. Yeah. It's happened where I've been, like, ex- extremely excited. Yeah. Well, it's another thing is, like, guys, us guys, we're not going to notice your fucking nails. Not unless you point it out to us. But, like, me. Hey, I pay compliments. No, 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 no. <laughs> but I'm like, saying, really? like, when you want your nails done, like, you want to get a gel, oh, like right a gel now, like, refilled or something like that. That they look shitty. Yeah, atrocious. Anyway. <laughs> they do. But, again, like, there were times where we'd be driving or, like, just things were stressing her out during COVID where, you know, money could be tight in some areas and stuff. Even though, like, I would help her out, like, either buying food, taking her out to dinner. Like, I'd be like, babe, is there anything you want? Like, there's needs and wants, but, like, is there anything that you want? Like, and, $40 to get your nails done. Do you know what I'm saying? And, like, way. there were times where she was at work or, like, I just knew from the night before that, you know, she wanted to get her nails done because she hadn't had them done. So, like, I would just send her 50 or $60 and say, hey, like, grab lunch today and just go get your nails done. I said, or if you want, I'll pick you up and we can go get your nails done after work, whatever you want to do. And that shit, like, guys need to understand is that that could save a lot of different things in your relationship. And it's not because you're doing something for them. It's because you have to understand that females want to be complimented on their the hair they just spent money on, the new dress, the shoes. But also, when you're taking your time out to say, hey, go get your nails done on me. Like, go get this. Like, it's a big it's a you big thing. so simple? That's my favorite thing ever. Flowers. Like, yeah. coming in... Their flowers are $10 at ShopRite or Acme. Of course. $10 But I'm for, not going to spend $10. I'm going to do the bougie shit. That's like $100. Yeah, but imagine, like... You're on your way home, you stop to get milk, and you're just like, oh, these are cute. Like, let of me course. get them for her, because I know she likes fresh sunflowers in the yeah. window in, like, the kitchen. Ten bucks. Yeah. Not even sometimes. Like, let's keep it. I, I don't know. I do stuff for my dudes. It's not like a guy needs to do everything for her. But I'm just saying, it makes it could make relationship go stuff. a long way for ten dollars. All right. I know it's made me happy. We got ten seconds till a break. We're going to be right back. No, we're not. Oh, for how mean I really am? Yeah. <laughs> uh, welcome back. So this probably is going to be our last segment because Nefi's getting hungry and I'm you getting a little bit hungry. Things. But going back, I think the last thing we said was flowers go a long way with you. Allie. Sorry, my cat. <laughs> going, going back, going back to... So again, um, I remember that... During all this, she said during COVID that her family couldn't get, like, I guess the traditional, like, African seasonings and African food that she would get from her uncle because they weren't shipping stuff as much. Mm -hmm. I don't know what the case was, but I remember that we would always get get food, like, I don't know, like, get, like, basic fucking fried food or whatever. And I remember the one time I said to her, I was like, I was like, babe, do you want, like, African food? And she goes oh my god yes she goes I just don't know where I said well there's like my friend down the street said there's an amazing like librarian place and they have great food I said you can order whatever the fuck you want and just take it home and we went and picked it up and like 
I remember she like hugged me and she goes, you have no idea how much this means to me because this is like what I'm used to and I love this type of food. And like, it's, it just means a lot that you care that much to get me what I want. And I was like, yeah, I said like, I'm the same way. Like I want to get like really good food sometimes. Like I appreciate people that are considerate of that. I said, I don't want you like eating basic food and shit. But it's all, it's all like consideration. It's all communication, learning the person, doing the extra effort. What's the next? That was number three. That was number four. We did a rant. All right, Kanye. Number five. Just to let you guys know, Kanye and Kim are done. I officially broke Says them the up. Says the media. Uh, so that was the controlling. I don't even know how the fuck we went on that rant on controlling. But anyway, person writing off your feelings. Ugh. Oh, so I will tackle this one. Um, another thing, I do not mean to be sexist, but guys do not know when to accept when females are putting their feelings out there and when they are opening up. We don't know the signs, and I mean, honestly, some of it are just so blatantly obvious, but sometimes there's little tiny baby steps that females are coming towards you with, telling you things, opening up, and we just kind of dismiss them. It's like, to be honest, it's a slap in the face to them because their feelings are everything. And again, you could be with somebody that's not even that emotional and like when they have an issue and you're not really taking it as a man and saying, hey, like, listen, like, let's figure this out or anything. It, it hurts them in many ways. I've realized that the hard way and I'm not proud of it. And I'd like to think that I'm getting better at communicating with females, but who knows? I'm still single. Same. Well, we should press one of those buttons. <laughs> <laughs> we need the awkward button. Yeah, like, the uh, awkward sure. button. Like, yeah, anyway. No. no, I don't know. There's. I know when you get upset, it's like, it's not, I'm, I'm going to say it's a rare sighting, like a eclipse, but I know for a fact that like when you really are in your feelings or anything, like I know that whoever you're talking to at that time they definitely know you're not that type of person. So they obviously have to take it serious. Yeah, for sure. Like, I get angry at stuff. It might be little, but, like, for me to really, like, truly be mad, um, it's hard. Like, that stuff's hard for me, too, to talk about. But I can't hide it. Like, you, if I'm mad, you're going to be able to tell I'm mad. Like, yeah. I can tell you I'm not mad all I want. Yeah. You can, it's written all over my face. My whole mood changes. I'm very, I, I like, that. secluded. I do not like people, whatever. But, no, I, like, getting my, when I finally open up and express my feelings to someone, which is yeah. hard for me to do, and you write that shit off, yeah. I'm ready to, like, never talk to you again. Yes, like, yes. It's very easy for me to be like, you know what, you don't respect me, so why am I wasting my time? And I'm going to leave. Yeah. I'm um, like, it's not like we're married, it's not like I have some obligation to you, I'm like, I'm 24, I'm going to go do me, bye. It kind of shuts you off. Oh, it's you know what I mean? It's like shut off, like complete like, turn off, shut off, yeah. whatever we want to call it. The minute I'm able to finally fully express how I feel, and LA here is bullshit, that I'm like I'm not seeking an apology. Like no, I'm just wanting you to understand why I feel the way I feel. Yeah, and for you not even to try to understand why I feel. I'm not saying you need to fully agree with it. You need to apologize. You need to whatever. I just want you to be considerate. Yeah. And if you can't do that, then I'm like, I'm good. I'm just, I'm completely so good. Like, I don't know, just how I am. 
But I think I I don't ask for much for you to try to understand how I'm feeling. Yeah. I I I see I see your point of view on that and again with this past relationship I think I started realizing everything towards the end. But um the littlest the again and it's for it, everybody. And that's why it's a learning process and that's why I try to emphasize so much in newer relationships that I honestly care much about is that I want to put in the effort and I want to make sure that that person knows that you matter to me in so many different ways and I'll do whatever I can as long as I know it but if I don't know it you got to kind of give me some leeway here and me like I I dismissed her feelings sometimes and it was the littlest type of feelings but it meant the most to her and I didn't at the time I'm just like you know what it's no big deal, but, like, at the time, I was like, you know what, it might be a big deal to her, so, like, I started catching on a little bit, but then I started seeing that she became more closed off, and I just, I kind of rolled with the punches, I was like, you know what, I created this, I'm just gonna sit it out and do as much as I can, and when the opportunity comes up again, don't fuck up. Yeah, usually people are, like, even growing up, if someone's like, oh, why didn't you tell me that? I said, because last time I told you, you didn't care. Yeah, you fucked it and up. And I was like, so why would I tell you now? Dealt with that, like, parents, siblings, relationships, whatever. Yeah. If I feel that you don't care what I have to say for whatever reason, I'm not going to waste my breath. Of course. So even, like, little things I can get over, right? Because, I, I mean, we all do it. We ready to dismiss people's feelings not knowingly. Yeah. But when it's something that's blatantly an issue to me, yeah. like, clear cut, I am not happy. Yeah. And you are like whatever basically whatever you say some bullshit back to me i'm gonna be like but like i just won't talk to you anymore yeah and when i i'm closed off and i start kind of pulling away and you wonder why and be like well can i actually talk to you about how i feel unless it's something happy go lucky or about a trip or dinner like or some basically bullshit yeah but anything that's really a problem in my life and you just kind of like whatever it's it's fine like just it's not that big of a deal. Like, just ignore that person. I'm like, no, I'm upset. It's clearly that I can't just ignore them. Of course. And it's happened multiple times. I mean, with certain people where I'm like, X, Y, and Z happens. And they go, oh, like, ignore him. He's just being a dick. And I'm like, I'm telling you, I'm literally t- coming out of my way to talk to you about this situation yeah. because it's bothering me. Yeah, so, yeah. no, I can't ignore it. I ignore a lot of things. Of but if I'm sitting there, especially, like, I was on vacation my guy and i'm like telling him how i felt that a person a close person in my life was being very disrespectful towards me and he's just like ignore it like it's fine i was like this is ruining my time here and i'm clearly upset and you're just like you'll get through it i was like all right like i've done dumb that shit didn't but it happened so many times where i was like obviously the relationship crumbles because i was like okay well, if it comes to anything that's not the f- like the most fun conversation, you just don't want to talk about it to me. But yeah. it's important. So I'm like, who else am I going to talk to? If I can't talk to my man, I'm upset to tell him what happened. Yeah. Then why are we together? That's that's another great point is that, you know, when I'm in a relationship, you're my my happiness, but like also you're you're the person that I want to run to and tell like if you're running home and calling your best friend, eh, I guess you can do that. But, like, if you have a man that loves you... Especially if I'm sitting right next to you. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> if, you, if you have a man, like... I, I I can't tell you, like, how many times that I've been in past relationships where 
I've stopped everything I was doing because my significant other or someone I was interested in decided to go out their way and tell me like something was going on either with their family, whatever. Like I took it completely serious and I just was like, and again, it's sometimes I, I can't read it that way. Mm. Well, I but, mean, I've had times where I've, I've been full on crying yeah. in front of a person and they still kind of are like, it's going to be okay. Like, and I'm like, what am I, your distant like cousin? It's going to yeah. be okay. Like, or am I your, are we dating or am I your, like, do we have feelings for each other for you to just be like, you'll be all right. Like I'm fucking crying. Yeah. No attempt to like get a tissue. No attempt to just hold me. Yeah. I don't even need you to talk. Yeah. But just you sitting there like holding me or getting me a tissue and just like holding my hand, like yeah. zero attempt. Sometimes we need that mental break where we just, ha I mean, I've had it where I've had like the worst day at work or the worst week at work and like everything just keeps going wrong. My fucking car breaks down. Fucking I owe money. I do this. Like there's yeah. just everything. And then and you crack, you crack and you don't even mean to take it out on the person you're with. You're just like, listen, babe, like I'm going through some shit right now. You have to really like sit back and see how that person responds to it. If they make it all about them, you need to cut that shit because Number one, you're going through some shit right now. If they're making it all about them, well, they... Because you know the whole classic flip. Like, someone wants to flip the shit and make it about them or something. You got to watch that because that shit right there is like... It's frustrating. It's frustrating because now you have to put your feelings aside to try to take care of theirs. And now it's deflecting away from how you're feeling. Like Why am I comforting you when yeah. it was... This, this was my... Like, I'm trying to open up to you. Yeah. And confide in you about my feelings... And now it's it's either it doesn't matter or it's about you. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm the one who was hurt here. Like, yeah. it's, I'm not trying to be tit for tat. Yeah, but yeah. if I come to you crying about some shit, this isn't the time to tell me that your family dog died. Like, I'm not saying it's less important. Because there's been times where I've been in relationships where he was going through a very rough, like, moment in life. Yeah. And I was very hesitant to tell him when I was having internal struggles because I, I didn't want to seem like I didn't care about his. So it was, it was a hard, like, battle. Yeah. But... When he's telling, he's calling me, uh, especially a man, calling me, like, basically breaking down, that wasn't the time to talk to him about, oh, I feel like I did really bad on my final today. <laughs> like, I so, just was trying to, you got to pick the time and a it's place. It's appropriate. You have to pick the time. Yeah. I fully understand that only because when I had my head injury, like, you were obviously present for that. When I had that head injury and they, when I was sitting in the hospital I was, I remember I was by myself before my sister got there and like, dude, I was, the doctors had just told me that like, listen, like, um, we might have to immediately operate on you. Like, do you have family members coming here? Is there anybody we can call? I said, yeah, you can call this. Like, I've never had a serious medical issue that could be life threatening. Mm -hmm. So I didn't know how to act. And then my little sister came and like, she's, I, I just remember she sat down and like, she grabbed my hand and she's like, listen, we're going to get through this. It's okay. And like. It's my little sister, so, like, I'm the I'm the older brother, and, like, I've always been there for her when she goes through her shit, and, like, I'm, I'm the big brother. I gotta be tough. I gotta be strong, and, like, at that moment, I, like, kind of broke down, and I was just, like, I was so weak, and I was just, like, she's, like, it's okay. She goes, we're gonna get through this. She goes, I know what's going on. She goes, the, you know, the best thing is that you're not in surgery right now, which means that you're not really a hazard for this, and, like... Sometimes you just have that mental break where you just need that comfort, whether it's a family member that's there for you, yeah. a significant other. And um, again, when I was in this past relationship, when that shit happened, 
I was surprised at how supportive she was because she was also going through her own family stuff. And um, I remember she said to me, she goes like, listen, like you have enough going on. The last thing I want to do is stress you out with this relationship or my problems. I said, listen, like I really care about you. I said, I understand I have my own shit going on, but we're, we're a team. We're, we're for each other. I said, whatever your problem is, it is my problem. I said, I'll try to take care of it. I'll try to be there. I said, don't just think because I have shit going on that I'm not going to be there for you. And that was at that point in time when I had, was injured and she was there for that, it made me look at her a different, more serious way. We're like, I'm like, all right, so like you really aren't here for games. Like you really care on a certain level. Like I said, all right. So I, I started respecting a little bit more from that side of it. But again, that the whole writing off feelings is one of those things that we all have to respect. Yeah. Bottom line. And I mean, a lot of the time we're human, so I don't think we really mean to do it. But then there's certain situations where I'm like, okay, that's completely unacceptable. Yes. Where I'm like, I don't know how you don't notice that you need to be more supportive. Yeah. Like, imagine if your sister came to the hospital and she's on her phone the whole time. You'd be like, Brad, do yeah. you even care? Yeah, yeah, I'd be like, yo, get the fuck out. Exactly. Yeah. So it's... It's a time and a place. So I'm like, sometimes stuff maybe to you might not be that big of a deal. So you're not writing it off just to be a jerk. Yeah. But then there's times where it's blatantly a big deal. Yeah, of course. Very obviously a big deal to anybody, whether you're in that situation or not. Yeah. That your reaction is everything. And going on to number five, because I feel like we... I thought we... that was five. No? No. It's funny. Uh-huh. You I really to, thought that one was you five. You don't know how to count. It's okay. It's okay. That's so we'll, we'll rewrap from the top five. It was the communication was number one, the posting pictures, and this all leads back to red flags, everybody. Not posting pictures, too controlling, writing off feelings, and now the last one is equal effort. Oh, yeah, for sure. Would you like to start the equal effort? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! I don't even know where to like begin with that. Honestly, I mean, I, I think do. we've all been I, in that same situation. I feel like I've had you, so many fucked up situations. Your last this year. situation was completely obviously a like eighty yeah. twenty effort. Yeah. So this man bought her a car. My yeah, and you know what's sad is like I gave her my old car, and um, I was trying to get her a new car when I got my new car because there was a, there was a car when I was buying it that was almost like mine, but like a little bit cheaper in price, Mm -hmm. but it was like, dude, fully loaded. I was like, yo, I could legitimately get both these cars and do this and it won't be like the same price. And they were going to cut the price down on my car for that. But I was like, you know what? Once we hit that one year mark and like things start getting better I was like, you know what? I'll get her something else. If there's any man out there that wants to buy me a car before we even date for a year, let me know. <laughs> <sighs> Did I tell you I sent her... Um, this is so funny. This just happened this week. When we broke it off, I sent her pictures and like yeah. a bunch of shit. The slideshows and stuff. Dude. Nah, her birthday money was in there, and she sent it back. It's $1,000 cash. <laughs> but like, also, there was like a letter in there for her the car I have had a recall on like the airbags. So like, that's shit. That's your problem now. But now like she sent all that shit back. I'm like, damn dude. Damn. And then, if someone's going to send me a thousand dollars too. I had to cancel, <laughs> dude, I had to cancel the flight we had. Cause I was trying to take her to the Bahamas. Oh God. I saved so much money being out of that shit. That's crazy. 
Yeah, but I'd do anything for love, man. I really thought we were in love. It's fucked up. But anyway, back to what I'm That's saying. That's a very great example. Of- yeah, so basically me, like I said, I... Doing everything and anything? I was doing it. everything and anything, and I could have been better in some areas, but me, I felt I wasn't doing enough, and it's that constant like quicksand feeling is that when you start not seeing as much effort from the other person... I, I don't do want to say, yeah, so again, like, I started doing more thinking it was going to make us better, but in all reality, it made us worse because it was making us less equal, and I honestly think, so I much. honestly think that, like, if I gave her space, let her kind of just, like, want me more, like, I started realizing that my phone calls weren't, I wasn't getting phone calls from her no more, no text messages, it was all me calling her, texting her, and, mm-hmm. like, I'm basic. Like, I'll text you in the morning and say, good morning, beautiful. I'm, I'm always that person. Like, good morning, beautiful. How are you? How would you sleep? We'll talk at lunch maybe, and then maybe at the end of the night. Um, but, like, I started realizing that it was more mutual. Because I, re- I reread every text message, and I you can just see, like, how the effort just started shifting the opposite way. And I was just like, damn, dude. Towards the end, I was falling in love with you so much more, and you were just falling off of me. And I was like, fuck. And in the very beginning, it was the exact opposite. It was like, yo, like, she was putting in so much effort with her feelings and, like, everything. And I was like, damn, this girl really, really fucking cares about me. I'm like, damn, let me play it cool and just start getting up there. And then once we made it kind of official, which really wasn't official, but once we started getting serious that way, I just, it, it, it got to a point where, like, I'm like, all right, well, I got a girlfriend now. Like, I want to do this with you. I want to do that. And, like... I, I kind of just pushed it too far, man. You know, it's funny now I'm thinking about it. So I think that happened to me, like, early on in life, like, when I first really started, like, dating, dating. Yeah, you were, like, amazing. And, you told me and what happened. Oh, my God. I was, like, I know. the perfect girlfriend. I remember. And dudes were just, like, the dude was just Not that I remember because like, I dated you. I remember because you didn't tell me. <laughs> the dude was just kind of, like, a jerk. And that fell off, of course, because I just stopped caring. Of course. And then, as my friends... They were like, like, she went into a savage mode. I was like, what? And they'd be like, you treat, you started treating dudes how dudes would typically treat girls, like what you would see in the movie. And I yeah. said, but honestly, it worked. It really works. It was like the weirdest thing ever. When they, like, when I would date a guy and they realized, like, I really didn't care. Yeah. Like, they'd be like, oh, we'll do this, do that. And I'd be like, cool. Yeah. I'd be like, we don't, cool. If we do, cool. Just so you know, you don't. Just playing it cool, man. I'd be like, they'd be like, oh, I can buy you this. And like, I can buy myself that. Like, and it was like the weirdest thing ever. The real, the minute everyone realized, like, I really didn't care because I really didn't. Like, yeah. I was like, if I don't want you to do this, there's 20 other dudes probably lined up that's willing to do yeah. it. Like, I just didn't care anymore. And that was like my best dating experiences is when I literally didn't Stop try. Like, I did not go out of my way to do anything. Yeah. They'd be like, oh, come meet up with me for lunch. Like, I'm like, I'm not driving all the way out there. Like, not because I didn't drive, not because I didn't afford the gas, I couldn't go there. I would just be like, I don't feel like it. Yeah. I'm not coming. And they'd be like, oh, well, I'll come near you. And I'm like, if you want. But, yeah. like, I really was just, I wasn't putting in the effort because I said, I'm not going to waste my time. And yeah. I'm like, if he wants me, he'll put in the effort. Yeah. And the guys who really did, they put in the effort. And I was like, okay. And when we got, like, a little bit more serious, then I put in that effort. That's when I was like, okay, I'll cook dinner, and I'll plan cute things, and I'll go decorate a hotel room and do all that stuff. But prior to that, I was like, 
Oh, you want to send me a hundred dollars to go get my nails and toes done? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate it. I wasn't an asshole. I just I wasn't gonna beg and I was gonna ask and but they realized too if they realized like. Okay, she's not going to ask me for shit. She's not yeah. going to ask me to take her on a date, nothing like that. I'm like, yeah. if you want to take me on a date, you're going to say, are you available Saturday night around 7? I'll say yes or no. And if I say yes, you'll be like, do you want to go out with me? We can go to this restaurant. I can call and make reservations. So I say, until they grow up, I'm going to chill. There was like a meme on Instagram that was like, don't you hate when a dude asks you out and then goes, okay, you pick a spot and let me know. Yeah. I just, don't waste my motherfucking time. Yeah, this just happened to me too because... Uh, I think I told you this too. Like I, this girl was really interested in me, and um, I literally just was just so mentally fucked from everything that's happened. I was like, yeah, like I said, she is. She just moved from New York, so she's like, I don't know anywhere in Philly. Like, you have any good spots? I said, honestly, I don't know where's open. I said, I don't know what you like, but if you pick a spot, I'll def I'll be there on time. I said, just let me know and I'll take you out. And she. <laughs> I thought that was it. I thought that was it. And then um, she sent me a open table request invite and said, hey, be, me, uh, be here by like 8. I was like, damn. And if a dude tells me to pick the spot, I'm picking the most fucking expensive spot. If I yeah. got to find, if I got to hey. do the work. Listen. You tell, if we're in Philly and you go, I want to take you out. And I go, okay. And you go, you pick a spot. I'm going to be like Barclay Prime. Yeah. And I'm going to order the tomahawk steak. I'm getting takeout, I'm getting that $150 Philly cheesesteak on the menu. Oh, my God, the Gold Flakes. (laughs) The Gold Flakes and the Fagua and the half-bottle champagne. It was was so funny because, like, I don't even do that. Like, I'm always the one to initiate. I'm like, yo, let's go here. Let's go there. And because because shit hasn't worked, I was just like, you know what? Fuck this. And when she took initiative, I, like, said this at dinner. I was like, listen, like. You took initiative. I said, that was the most fucking, that was like the sexiest thing that's ever happened to me. Cause I know girls will literally say, yeah, we'll go out. And when I say you pick, they will literally ghost me or not talk to me again. I said, you literally sent me an invite and said, be here at this time. My and that was is, it. Period. My only thing is I hate being asked that when a guy has zero game plan. If you go, do you want to do dinner? Do you have an idea? Like, if you're asking me, what do you like to yeah. eat? What is an idea of where you want to go? If you give me options, and you're like, do you, would you want to? Do you want to get Japanese? Like, you want to go for sushi, or do you want a steakhouse? Yeah. Give me like I understand if you're asking me questions, but don't go. All right, let me know like when you're free, and pick a place. I'm like, well, this is where communication comes in. Of course. Um. Give me some dates. Are you available this weekend? Like, are, do you have Friday and Saturday night open? So yeah. when somebody asks me out, I go, yeah, we can go out. Um, I'm actually off of work on Thursday. And I actually have Thursday, Friday, Saturday off this week. So if you have time, one of those days will work for me. Like, don't just, I feel like, just don't be like, yeah, pick a date and time. Like, yeah. I mean, like, so what, you got no life? You don't got a job? You could just I'll, do whatever day and time I pick? I'll be basic and say, like, hey, what do you want to do? And they say, I don't know, like, I'm not from here, I don't know what's open. I'll be like, all right, do you want to get food? Do you want to come over and watch a movie? Do you want to order out? Do you want to go grab wine? Like, I don't even know. I need, like, some type of, like... Commitment. And, like, some type of effort as well put in something. Like, don't... I've I've also had girls shoot down five different ideas. Oh, that's annoying. And then I was just like... Then fucking pick. Do you want to go to, I think it was Spruce Street Harbor... Mm-hmm. And I said, after that, we can go get drinks downtown. Do you want to go to this nightclub tonight? Do you want to go out to dinner at uh, 
what the fuck is the plate? Capital Grill. Yeah. I, I literally gave ideas. I said, would you want to walk through this during the summertime? You want to walk through the park and we can do this? Like, yeah. I I literally, like, gave so many ideas. She goes, no, I really don't like that. My thing, too, is don't, don't have somebody else come up with the game plan and then you say no. Yeah. Like, if we're on a trip, what does it mean you went on a trip and you said like whatever we'll just do whatever yeah. i'm gonna plan it i'm a planner when it comes to vacations I've been on trips i'm not now. saying i'm not saying like i need an itinerary to the hour but that general day i'll know what i'm gonna do just so i'll know just like don't go to niagara falls with her fuck you <laughs> <laughs> so i will know like if we're in if we're in la i'm gonna know okay well tomorrow morning i think let's let's take that hike up to the hollywood sign yeah i'm not saying we have to be on an hour basis whatever but i kind of like a little like i know what i'm doing i don't like wasting time right i don't really believe in chilling on vacations either like i believe going to the beach well i mean chilling but like i like to do something no like no i'm saying like i don't believe like every vacation i've ever been on it's like i wake up either go to the gym or i'm going to like an event like rock climbing doing something like the way i was raised with my family while my grandmother taking me everywhere artillery for everything like it's dude i'm not even kidding like she had it planned all the way to the very hour because that's just how she was i feel like with kids and stuff yeah yeah Yeah. um but now as an adult i'm not waking i'm not setting an alarm clock on vacation for anything unless it's like so like when i went in like dubai and stuff right when you want to go to the desert they pick you up early in the morning you drive about an hour and a half outside the city you do like you have to be up early because they pick you up at like 9 a.m. Those are the only times I'm setting an alarm on vacation. Other than that, I go to sleep when I want to go to sleep. I wake up when I want to wake up. Yeah. I usually wake up early on vacation anyway. I'm gonna... That's what I'm saying. Like I like waking up early to me is like between eight and ten a.m. That's to me. I'm not waking up anything before that. No. But like and if, if I I'm do, sleeping, it's not on purpose. If I'm sleeping past twelve, and I'm, that's a waste of time. Yeah, like, I'm just like, it's what the fuck am I doing here? I'm saying on vacation, I like to be up. Like, I naturally will probably wake up at, like, 9 anyway. Yeah. But I'm not, I lay in bed for a little bit. Of course. I take my time. Basically, it's me taking my time. I'll get dressed. I want to look nice. I'll go eat breakfast. And then I start my day. But I'm not sitting in the bed until 12, unless that's literally because. Unless you're hungover. Yeah, unless that's sick. because <laughs> that's all I really want to do. Like, whatever we're doing is until yeah. 1 o'clock. We have an excursion plan. That's not until 1. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not going to rush to get dressed and leave the house at 10. Or the um, the hotel at 10 if we don't have to be there till 1 and it's around the corner. But, no. My thing is just, I like having stuff to do. So if you tell me we're going on a trip and plan whatever, I'm going to be like, well, all right. Like, tomorrow, it's, we just got there, so I'm going to chill out at the beach. The next day, I want to go jet skiing. I want to do this. Like, I'm just going to book all this shit. You're going to pay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but of course. You pay, I want to schedule everything, and it's going to be what I want to do because you didn't even put in an effort to, like, help plan. So I'm just going to go with what I want. That's like Damn you asking me to fix your plate. I don't put whatever the fuck I want on that plate. It's probably going to be the same plate I make for myself because I'm not doing anything extra. Everybody, I hope you enjoyed these segments. Um, this was a little test run with me and Hanifa because... We always get into these conversations over the phone, and I say, we need to literally kind of record this bullshit. This is a test run, meaning that we're really not giving you the raw side of it yet, because we want to see how this all plays out. But uh, we will be back, and I am gone. Press one of the buttons. (laughs) (laughs) That was supposed to be... No! I love my... All right, we're out of here, everybody. Don't, uh, Don't miss us too much. They won't.